When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inflation is really unacceptably high. Um, part of the reason is uh, Russia's war on Ukraine, his boosted energy and food prices in the United States and globally. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Uh, gonna barf, gonna barf. Uh, is that Janet Yellen? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's all Putin's fault. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> and this is the Sean Show. And the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. I, you know, I gotta, I, I, I hope I'm not, I don't come off as insulting. Well, actually, I don't give a crap if I come off as insulting. But the Biden bike video was just, man, that was pure comp- comedic genius. You know, I, I know it's the president falling to the ground, right? And and I'll I'll get into the whole elder abuse thing here in a minute. But the president, if you don't know, the president was in Rehoboth Beach, and I know that town very well. My daughter was born in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And then we got the hell out of there. <laughs> got as far away from Delaware as we can possibly get. Uh, so I, you know, so in the past couple of weeks, what's been the big issue talking about Biden? You know, is he, is he got the, is he, is he losing it, man? Is his, his, his mental and physical abilities, you know, slowly on the decline? We see it every day. Every day he goes in front of a microphone or a camera. He starts spouting gibberish. He doesn't make any sense. I forget who it was last week or Friday, was it, I guess, or Friday morning? Where he's talking about, he's talking to, uh, oh, the big fabric company, uh, employees of the big fabric company. I can't remember the name of it now. Just see all Joanne's fabrics, right? And he, he was, I guess, they must have had a the the CEO or CFO must have had a death in the family, or, or the 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 CEO passed away for some reason. And Biden's out there like, I'm so sorry, you're uh, you you you. CFO dropped dead just unexpectedly. He said that. He's he's a rambling weirdo because he's in decline. And it's almost Shakespearean. I've said this before because the guy's wanted to be president his entire stinking existence on planet Earth, and he can't handle it. He gets the gig, and then he loses his mind. That's Shakespearean. That's karmic. And so, you know, the big question about can he continue, continue to, to do the job and stuff? And then, so they put him on a bike in Rehoboth. <laughs> you guys have seen it, right? And he's, and he's, you know, he's got all his, his wife's there, and she's on a bike, and all his other guy, all his dudes are on bikes, you know. And they're the the the, the very obvious message here is to counteract all the questions that people have about his capacity to do the freaking job. And so they put his, his, you know, ancient ass on a bike. And they're all traveling behind him like, oh, look, Joe, he's really on the move, man. <laughs> and then the dude just breaks off and rolls across across, across the street. <laughs> I am laughing because it's a funny video. And then he stops. <laughs> he just kind of sits there on the bike for a heartbeat or two. Doesn't do anything with his feet. Just he just comes to a stop, and then he just slowly falls over. And I'm sorry, it cracked me up the first time I saw it. The the part that made me laugh, but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't so much the president falling, um, <laughs> but it was the people who were there. Right, because the president falls, <laughs> and all of the there's probably a, I don't know a dozen or two people right. hanging around. They all start running toward him. Not to help, 
But to take damn video, <laughs> get the video. They're, all holding, get the video. they're all holding their phones over their head because they want to get the best video. <laughs> Dude's on the ground going, hey, champ, I've fallen and yeah. I can't get up. You know, and they're taking video, There's man. a geriatric man on the ground. <laughs> he has just fallen off a bike. That's America in 2022. It just so happens he's the president of the United States. <laughs> good commercial for Nike, though. Yeah, yeah right. Right. He did have a, a good-looking pair of kicks on, though. No injuries on the feet because he wore Nike. Wearing Nikes. I just thought it was funny because he just sits there on the bike, not moving for a moment, <laughs> and then eventually, you know, physics kick in. Right. But he and jumped down. Up. He goes. He jumped up pretty quick though. Yeah, come on, drop it. Give me forty, champ. Yeah. I did that on purpose, champ. Yeah. I meant no joke. No joke. I meant to do that. Okay. Yeah. I used to work with Evil Knievel. Okay. No joke. No joke. I jumped over a few vans too in Las Vegas. No joke. Okay. No, I wanted to slide into you guys, show you how tough I am. No joke. I would drive all the 18-wheelers in, and then I'd jump over them. i drive all, right. all the 18-wheelers in because of the trucker. Uh, no joke. Folks. And then I and then I'd get on my uh, Evil Knievel bike and jump them. The time I jumped over the fountains at Caesar's Palace. It was me. No joke. Yeah. But it was. It was funny because he just kind of sits there and doesn't put his feet down. And they're like, whoa, his feet got caught in the pedal. Oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> he's healthy and fit. He, he's 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 doing great. He, you know, his foot got caught in the pedal thingy. We're thinking of suing the the bike company. Actually, we're we're thinking of th- about a lawsuit f- uh, towards Schwinn for their malfunctioning uh, pedals, which uh, a- a- took the president down when he could have gone another three miles. He was going to go on the beach and then free swim to uh, you know, he was going <laughs> to swim across the Atlantic Ocean, head over to Saudi Arabia that way because <laughs> he is that fit. He's that stinking fit. Dude just stands, there, just sits there with his pale, hairy legs. He's training for a triathlon. He just fell the hell over, man. He's going to be in the next Ironman triathlon. You better watch out. But, you know, but because of that heartbeat of pause before the physics actually kicked in, you wonder what's going on in his mind. Is he like, oh, hell, what do I do here? <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? Uh, uh, hey. yeah, no. And he goes down. <laughs> right. Ow, champ. No joke. He didn't even stick his hands out to try to stop no, it. He just, he just went he over. He just hell with it. I'm going to fall. It looked like something you'd see on Benny Hill. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a teleprompter there. It said, extend leg. <laughs> extend leg, Mr. President. <laughs> and if you fall, try to break your fall <laughs> with your hands. <laughs> teleprompter telling him to put his hands he's, st- he's sitting there on the bike not doing anything. Going, what is that? Try to break, put feet Hold where? Hold straight. <laughs> well, he's trying to read it. He goes down, man. It almost felt like that. United we stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure there's some people out there that think we're being really offensive and we probably upset you. They're laughing at the president falling over and injuring himself because they're fascists and mega hat wearers. And they're the most dangerous people in the world. And we're going to burn this city to the ground to prove it. Need to declare a war on gravity and attack the president. Look, that's why prices are so high, champ. Look, it's gravity. It's gravity. Everybody knows it's gravity. Everybody knows that, champ. Folks, it's it's gravity. This came after <laughs> probably ten minutes after he said bicycles are totally safe. <laughs> but totally Trey, safe. Trey was white, uh, right when I when I he pointed out the fact that the first lady's helmet was sliding off to this like a three year old kid learning how to ride a bike. The helmet slides off. She's never ridden one. <laughs> this is her first time. It may be. She's never ridden one, obviously. Yeah. And when I was a kid, we didn't need the stinking helmets. I never wore a helmet. It's so gay driving around with a freaking helmet on. Nobody wears helmets except nerds. What? Nerds wear helmets, Chris. There was no such thing as a bike helmet. We didn't have bike helmets. No. Was for, for professionals, you know, racing. You're right, though. We couldn't just go down to, you know, whatever the local department store was and buy a helmet. There's no helmets. Like, four years ago, you would just took your chances. You rode off in your huffy, and, and whatever happened, happened. Knee pads and elbow Knee pads. pads. Right. Oh, here's another revelation for right. you. We well, Most of the time, we didn't even wear a shirt. You're on your way to the swimming pool. You just <laughs> jump on in your swimming pool. We did in my neighborhood. Nobody yeah. wanted to see each other with our shirts off. We were <laughs> we did pasty, pasty Cape Sinclair kids. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. You, you, you didn't get no pads. Just get on and go. No pads. 
Doing a wheelie. There's down. a shortage of pads, okay? Now that is Putin's fault. Anyway. Doing a wheelie down the middle of the street. Well, we used to do ridiculous crap in our Huffy. We all had dirt bikes, yeah. right? Huffies. Right. Nobody cared. You would jump all kinds of weird crap and go down hills. Did you build the ramp with the cinder blocks and the plywood? Yes. Yeah, it was great fun. Learn, oh, yeah. Learn about landing on sand the hard way? Yeah. <laughs> I never did it. I watched other people do it. I would just sit there on my bike going, yeah, he missed it. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Glad, glad Whoopsie-daisy. Uh, hey, so, pal, yeah. you all right? You know, if you if you had a helmet, you'd be okay. <laughs> Helmets, and hers is on sideways. <laughs> well, it's a good thing to know at least half your brain's going to be protected. Mm-hmm. It's the only one you got. 2105, that was so bad. 2105 <laughs> No joke, champ. No j- Hey, hey. Little he, help. He was trying. He was trying to read the teleprompter to tell him to put his legs down. They got a teleprompter on a guy's back who's on a bike in front of him, right? <laughs> hey, let's take a little breaky, breaky, breaky. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Am I an awful person for laughing at the president falling over on his bike? This is Joe Reinagle celebrating 100 years of service. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Talking about uh, Joe Biden, his capacities for, you know, for where he is right now, the bike fall, the falling off the bike thing. Am I being cruel and horrible by laughing at the video? Because it was the little pause that made me laugh. Because he just kind of hung there for a minute, for a few seconds. It's David, David, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. A couple things I want to uh, say. Biden's uh, bicycle incident, isn't that a segment of Jackass the movie? It could be. It, it was and damn then, close. Uh, yeah, no kidding. And the uh, people I really feel sorry for in that organization is the Secret Service. Because somebody's got to... Ride next to him and Ugh. take care of him. They're probably doing rock, paper, scissors as far as he's going to guard him, you know? Right. God. It was weird, man. I appreciate the call, man. Yeah, he just sailed across that street, man. Well, that's one thing I kind of considered. You know, what? you have all these other people going to help, and the Secret Service has to determine, you know, are they trying to help or are they trying to hurt? So everybody's trying to think things through real quick. I mean, while old Joe's on the ground. The possibility of just Good Samaritans getting punched. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> These are strange damn days, man. Here's John. John, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. A little toasty, but uh, we'll make it. Pray for rain. Uh, oh, I meant to, I thought you meant you've been drinking. I was like, damn, boy, it's only 924 in the morning. No, that, not that kind of thing. Okay, good. Good for you. But, uh, mm-hmm. Say, my father... My father went through Alzheimer's at the mm. end of his life, right. so I know I've been through it. So, But the whole nation is going through it now with the, our president. And I just have to say, for the caregivers, you know, it becomes really stressful. And in this case, I can't imagine what's going on around him. But in any case, there are moments of humor where the caretakers can uh, – we've been through that. It's part of the process. So let's take this as a, a moment of humor. And people in my generation remember Laugh-In, the TV mm. series, where the oh. guy in the raincoat yeah. rides up and falls over. It was a regular feature of the thing. <laughs> Which is roll up and fall over. That's right. If, if a real clever video were theater of the mind, but a right. clever TV person could wow. put a montage of that together, bingo. Uh, I love that show, Laugh-In. Uh, you know, Ruth Buzzy once actually hit me in the ass with her purse. I can claim that. Right. A reverse of uh, what Mary Tyler Moore and uh, Meathead. I don't know what you're talking about now. Right, I got to go, man. I appreciate the call. It's true. She once hit me in the ass with a with her purse. Ruth Buzzy at El Sombrero in Kerrville, Texas. It happened. Was there a brick in the purse? Or? No, it was. Has it left a mark? But it did. I didn't show her. But two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Local talk show host takes comedic icon to to court over right. ass mark from purse. I mean, it wasn't quite falling off your bike. It was just supposed to be funny, man. And I'm injured, and I've suffered mental turmoil. Anyway, 
Um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I do. I did have something happen over the weekend, just briefly, and then we'll get into some serious stuff. Talk about Uvalde coming up at uh, nine thirty five, and what we're hearing now. But we, I, I yesterday was Father's Day, so I, I, my wife got me some episodes streaming of one of my favorite TV shows, which is The Young Ones. It's a British comedy from the late eighties. It's ridiculous. Uh, I remember on Sunday nights we, you know, we'd have Young Ones parties where we would air on MTV on Sunday nights. We'd all sit around. It's a ridiculous show. My wife doesn't get British humor at all, at all, like at all. She doesn't like, doesn't, just doesn't get it. So I sat there and watched several episodes of The Young Ones while my wife and daughter fell asleep. But most of the time we're watching, we're watching, we are, most of the, most of the time we have the Hallmark Channel on because my wife has back problems now, so she spends most of her time in the, in a recliner in the living room. And she likes watching that damn Hallmark stuff, so it's always on. And I posted about this over the weekend, damn it, but like some of those actors and actresses are starting to pop up in my dreams. Lacey Chabert was in my dream. I had a dream about Lacey Chabert over the weekend. How many Hallmark movies is she in? A lot. She's like one of their main actresses, so she's in a lot of them. Okay. Short little thing. Short little white chick. Anyway, so... (laughs) She appeared in my dream. I'm, she's in my dream. And she wants to sleep on my kitchen table. And for some odd reason, she's got a bunch of animals. She's got, like, a bunch of possums and goats and a few raccoons, some ponies. Mm-hmm. And she wants to sleep. Can, can I spend the i got to shoot in the morning. Can I spend the night on your kitchen table? I'm like, no. No, no, no you can't. My, my wife's right over there. You can't sleep on the kitchen table. But I really, I really need to get up early because I got this shoot. And I'm like, no, you can't. The whole dream was me arguing with Lacey Chabert that she can't sleep on my kitchen table. But I bet Syria would let her. The hell she would. Uh, sure she would. Are you? She likes her movies. She's well, not going to let her see, sleep on the damn table. And then she could, she could say, hey, you can sleep on the table, but I get a little bit part in your next Hallmark movie. She would not say that. She'd be like, Mr. John, why you want Chabert to sleep on the table, huh? Do you want to sneak, sneak out later for a snack? <laughs> well, Chabert is sleeping on the table. I know you like her. You know, I'm just saying it was weird. I'm watching so much Hallmark, though. They're they're showing up in my dreams, man. That's a little bizarre. In my dreams! And I, I wake up, and my wife's almost giving me a dirty look, like, what were you dreaming about? Well, she knew before you even woke like up. Like she can read my stinking mind. Yeah. Well, the, the Lacey Chabert is going to... Lacey Chabert! Why were you thinking about her in your dreams? Is that it, Don? And, you know, I'm like, I don't know why, man. Maybe because I watch nine hours of the Hallmark Channel every day? Could be. What's that supposed to mean? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 2105. You don't what? like my TV shows? Well, if you watch nine or ten hours of that crap, they're going to start crossing over into your stinking dreams. And, yes, I had a dream about Lacey Chabert. And you can do an image Google search on her, and you'll know who I'm talking about if your wife watches this crap all the time. Well, the dream cameos is a hallmark of an addiction. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that that alone could be a whole That whole whole premise could be a hallmark movie. Why? Do do I know you from somewhere? Why, no. Why do you ask? I, I had a dream about you. We were... In a, in a cookie shop in, in Colorado, <laughs> and you needed to sleep on my kitchen table. Do you, you don't remember that? No. Do you want to go get some coffee? And there it begins. And go back right. to my muffin shop. Let's go back to my muffin shop. What do you do? I'm a big shot radio guy in the big city, and I'm thinking about taking over your grandfather's radio station. <laughs> that radio station's been, a, been in our family for generations. You can't take it away from us. Get on my kitchen table, Lacey. All right. Two one zero five. All right. Now that I've been creepy for about ten minutes on the air, let's take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. All right. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi. 
Monday. Happy Juneteenth. Your phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. We'll talk about Uvalde and some stuff we've learned uh, over the past couple days. But first, here's TJ. TJ. Good morning. Good, happy Monday. Happy Monday. What's going on with you? Hey, I had a, a half a thought before I even called you. I didn't even finish my thought. But I'm sure you can help me finish it. You'll remember, um, see, I was a teen when Ronald Reagan was in office. Right. But me too. Afterwards, and he, um, when he came out of office and his uh, Alzheimer's developed, the drive-by media went after him. Like, he was probably crazy right. before, you know, before he even left the White House, and that's why we're in the pickle we're in. Mm. And now this guy is completely off his rocker <laughs> in the White House right before he even got in the White House. Right. And he did crickets. Well, so, it's because he's their guy. That's why they staged this old bike thing that went really badly for them. I guess that was Friday or Saturday. You know, I mean, everybody knows he's losing it. But, man, remember when Trump was uh, going down a ramp somewhere? I can't remember where. And he, the ramp was slippery, and so he was kind of taking his time. And they were like, oh, is the, what's wrong with the president? If he held his coffee cup wrong, they were what's wrong with the president? This guy yeah. can barely finish a sentence in a coherent fashion. And you're right, crickets. <laughs> crickets. Yeah. Anyway. Uh- other than that, I'm going to go get me some beneficial nematodes, and I hope you have a good week. Excellent. Enjoy those nematodes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What's, what's, a, what's a nematode? What's a, anybody know what a nematode is? Is that like a big frog? Huh? They're actually very tiny. They're tiny nematodes? They're good against uh, fleas. Fleas. But she, be sure and get the Bacillus thuringiensis israeliensis. Okay, I will. What? Uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Baby, I I need to go pick up some Nemo toads because I think I got fleas in my beard. <laughs> so I need nematodes to get the fleas out my beard. In your new navel too. In my new navel, because there was some fuzz in there from the bandages. Pick up some fleas. I need some nematodes in my belly button. You should call Bob Webster this weekend and ask him Bob. if he use the nematodes. <laughs> I got I got fleas in my new navel and in my beard. You think ne- if nematodes take care of that, what do I do for the nematodes? I want to walk around with nematodes in my beard. I don't even know what a damn nematode is. Sorry. 210. <laughs> 210-599-5555. Oh, God. So what do we learn now? Uh, the New York Times and the Express News that they never actually tried the door that the kid that the psycho was in the classroom. They never tried it to see if it was open or not. Plus, they had a tool, a crowbar of some manner that they could use. They could have used to get inside the room. We're now hearing also that the the school district police chief uh was trying when he got that ring of keys now infamous ring of keys he was trying them all on on all the other doors man this just gets worse and i'm not trying to you know you can call me up and tell me what you think 210-599-5555 somebody needs to start coming clean real soon about what the hell actually happened here (laughs) you know because this is and not for me, not not for, you know, radio guys or anything like that, but for the families who lost somebody, who lost their child or their spouse in, in, in this horror, man, you, you need to come clean and just say what happened. Because this story keeps changing, and the more we learn about what may or may not have actually happened, the worse it gets. I mean, he was in there for a long time, and they must have been hearing that stuff going on. It's really hard to understand. So, uh, yeah, start coming clean, man. <laughs> the families deserve to know. I don't, but the families do. Um, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, we are also engaged in Operation Interdependence. We do this every year. KTSA and Kitchen Designs by Giovanni bring you Operation Interdependence 2022. Now through July 4th, we're still collecting stuff for our troops deployed around the world. Simple stuff like a pack of cards, some chewing gum, some snacks, 
In fact, for a complete list of all the stuff that we're collecting this year and all drop-off locations, go to our website, ktsa.com, brought to you in part by Airtron, Window World, the Institute for Functional Health, Precision Window, Mr. Sparky, and Specs. We'll take a little break, and then we'll be right back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550, uh, KTSA. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Cotton got, he's shaking your head about, dude. I've got kind of gotten in, back into the habit of, on like Friday and Saturday nights, I stay up late in bed and watch movies, you know? Which used to be like one of my favorite things to do, I'd look forward to all week. And Saturday night, I stayed up and and watched a movie, and it was one of those movies that was so horrible. I couldn't, I couldn't stop looking at it, but I wanted to, but I couldn't stop. And so I sat up till three thirty in the morning watching a movie called Hobo with a Shotgun. Have you seen this, Chris? No, I, I come across the title. I don't know if Don's seen it. Hobo with a shotgun. It's Rutger Hauer. Remember, one of my favorite actors, Blade Runner, Lady Hawk. You know, there's a time when, you know, Nighthawks, you know, the Rutger Hauer. Wasn't he the Hitcher? Hitcher. Oh, God. Yeah. It's a great film. You know, Rutger was the dude, man. He was Roy Batty. Fiery the angels fell as all around them deep thunder rolled about their shores, burning with the fires of Hawk. You know, I mean, he was a badass. Right. You know, and uh, he's in this movie, he plays this homeless guy, and he's like 75 years of age. This homeless guy wanders into this small town where this dude, this psychopath and his two psycho sons are kind of running the whole town, and they, like, cut people's heads off, and and they beat him up and, and torture him, and so he gets a shotgun from the local pawn shop. And he just goes on a revenge. He just starts just hobo with a shotgun. I mean, it's Rutger Hauer blowing people away while saying clever little lines with a shotgun. And he's a homeless dude. It's the most awful movie. I can't even go into how awful this movie is. The byline is, delivering justice one shell at a time. (laughs) No, really? It's hobo with a shotgun, man. And people are going to watch it because I'm saying it right now. But it's the worst movie you will ever see in your life. Came out in 2011. 2011. It's got, like, you know, this over-the-top violence where... Yeah, it's described as an action exploitation film. Absolutely it is. At one point, you know, Rutger wants to make some money because he just wants to buy... Throughout the whole movie, he just wants to buy a lawnmower so he can start mowing people's lawns to make money. So there's a lawnmower in the local pawn shop, and he just wants to buy a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And everywhere he goes, he sees people getting brutalized, right? And so he has this, I'm just going to give you a little insight into the, so he, he hooks up with this one guy who beats the crap out of homeless people and videotapes it and gives them like 20 bucks. It's horrible. And so Rutger Hauer does this so he can get the money, and he's in the pawn shop, and he's thinking about all the people, all these bad guys, and there's a, a shotgun there for like 20 bucks, and he ends up buying the shotgun. The shotgun, by the way, never ran out of ammo for the entire movie, all right? Dude's 20, always got shells in the gun. 20 bucks for a shotgun? Yeah, at a oh. pawn shop. And then he starts killing, and he starts killing people. Well, that's why it was one shell at a time, because he only had one shell. He only had one shell. <laughs> never see him reload. <laughs> he never runs out of bullets. He shoots somebody, their freaking head explodes, you know. He had a buddy just, who took a part of the, the lawnmower and started killing people, didn't he? No, that's, you're thinking of, uh. Like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking of sling blade. I like the way you talk. You like fried potatoes? Mm-hmm. I like fried potatoes, too. Mm-hmm. You know where I can get a shotgun? <laughs> that Billy Bob do it. <laughs> Rutger Howard. A hobo with a Danish accent. It was just really weird, man. Uh, and I sat up till 3.30 in the morning watching that, and I'm still disturbed. What channel would show something? It was like on, like, HBO something. Oh, my God. I've, I've come across the title. I never stopped to watch Hobo it. with a shotgun. 
It was right next to uh, Evil Bong 666. Yeah, it's one of those kind of movies. <laughs> well, it's very obvious. Remember the movies that, that they used to show in the old... Well, Chris, I don't know if you remember. Don, the old drive-in movie theaters sometimes would show these all-night right. blood-splatter, violent, horror movie marathons. You know, It's yeah. kind of like that, like a take on it's that. It's kind of like where Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. got started. Right. Those all night shows, it's just, right. you know, just gallons of blood splashed, fake blood splashed everywhere. And yeah. Rutger Hauer, you know, and he's just making these. He's, I, can't even, I should have wrote down some of the lines he had before he'd blow somebody away. It was horrible. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> in my Danish accent. <laughs> but he does. He, he cleans up the town, though. Gets rid of all the bad guys. Enjoy the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> But, man, I'm like, I did not just stay up till 3.30 in the morning watching that. I did, didn't I? You What's did. wrong with me? Hobo with a shotgun. Just horrible. Horrible, horrible movie. All right. Uh, 2105. <laughs> that was my to, weekend. You seem to invent That and Hallmark. You know, it was that hobo with a shotgun and Hallmark. That was my whole weekend, man. Then I, I watched The Young Ones. Do you remember the show The Young Ones no. on MTV? No. Well, you were working. You were actually, you know, a grown adult when I was in my early 20s. <laughs> and I didn't work. Didn't have anything else to do with it but hang out with my college buddies and drink. And every Sunday night, we'd watch The Young Ones. And it was a British comedy. Mm-hmm. And it came on MTV. And we'd have Young Ones parties. And so my wife streamed the first two seasons for me yesterday as a Father's Day present. She wasn't impressed. She went to her and my daughter went to sleep. You know, they were in, within halfway through the first episode. They're both snoring, <laughs> and I'm laughing my ass off. Couldn't stop laughing. Anyway, uh, second break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSa. Fox and others put him on to explain. Oh, look, Bill Maher. A lefty, Bill Maher, is saying wonderful things. They play right into the hand of the enemy. It's amazing. I'm sure he laughs like hell at how stupid they are. They're kissing the ass of the enemy. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> I miss him. Yes, I do. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. They are kissing the ass of the enemy. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. I know some of you, if you're a self-loathing Democrat and you listen to this show because, uh, I don't know, it's some kind of weird audio self-flagellation. That's right. I just said audio self-flagellation. And, and you know, you, you just, you know... You hate me, and you hate Trump, and you you think he's just the awful, most awful person in the world. Oh, he was such a meanie head. He was such a meanie head. He was so gruff. Oh, and he was a white supremacist, and he conspired with the Russians too. They, man, you you he just terror. He he obsesses you. That's what this whole January sixth thing is about. They're just obsessed with Trump. And the reason they're obsessed with Trump is because they know unless they could cheat their way through it, they're going to lose big time in November because their policies suck, man. Look at the look at the state this country's in right now. Oh, they, they, Trump terrifies him. And it's not just about him running or not running or what have you. I personally don't think he will. It's about who he anoints. Like if he touches the shoulder of DeSantis, you know what I mean? It's over. In the, in the in the presidential the next presidential cycle, uh, and and they're still obsessing on on transgendered stuff in January sixth. Meanwhile, people are paying now over you know most of the, I think across the country now their basic average is what five bucks a gallon at this point. It's not gonna it's not going down. We went and brought some bought some groceries uh, on Saturday, my wife and I, and it was not even the full amount of the stuff that we normally buy. And it was damn near three hundred bucks. You know, I mean, people are, and I'm, you know, doing okay. You know, what about people that aren't doing all that okay? And they see the folks flowing over the border, you know, and it's, it's, you know. The Democrats are, they're, they're terrified of November and they're terrified of the next presidential election. 
uh, or, or election, you know, they're, they're, or campaign. They're, they're, they're terrified, man. You can tell it how, by how desperate they are. They put him on a stinking bike, man. Let his old ass fall over to try to prove something. And now you have, uh, listen, I mean, check this out. You have Hillary Clinton, who I at one point did in fact think was the Antichrist until I realized she's not that smart. Uh, but Clinton's out there saying that, you know, hey, you got to, basically she's saying you got to lay off the transgendered thing. Cause that, it, we were, we, we, we got to focus on winning election, winning elections. She told this to the Financial Times on Friday. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's asked, Democrats seem to be going out of their way to lose elections by elevating activist causes, notably the transgender debate, which are relevant only to a small minority. What sense does it make to depict J.K. Rowling as a fascist? The implication being J.K. Rowling is an extremely liberal person who took up the side of women competing in women's sports, biological women. Hillary Clinton's response, we are standing on the precipice of losing our democracy and everything that everybody else cares about then goes out the window. Well, that's a bunch of crap. But then she says, look, the most important thing is to win the next election. The alternative is so frightening that whatever does not help you win should not be a priority. In other words, the tranny card is a loser, man. The You know, if you want to win elections, the transgender trip isn't going to win. Hillary Clinton who doesn't really know a whole lot about winning elections. She doesn't seem to be very good at it. She tried to cheat the last one and still lost. But she is politically savvy to a certain extent. She would have to be at this point. At this point. It's like even she's saying, hey, that transgender stuff is going to lose you. People are paying too much. You know, they're they're losing money every month. Yeah. In other words, she's almost saying it's the economy, stupid. Well, that's exactly what they said back, you know, 30 years ago yeah. when they ran for for the White House. I say they. <laughs> when her husband ran right, for the White right. House. Right, right. That was, that ah, was yeah, like their big thing. corner story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because yeah, you remember, things weren't going well. No, they on weren't. the economy back in 1992. They weren't. So, um, you know, we were coming out of the whole Gulf War thing, and, and it, just, it just was tough to find a job. It was tough right. to hold on to a job and, and what happened. It was. And to a point, she, she is spot on. Well, she is. A, the most important thing is to win the next election, no matter who you favor. That's number one, priority number one. Then you got, you know, this is all low hanging fruit. It's easy to to just grab for these, for the, for these issues that they're grabbing for that really just encompass a very small portion of the, of the population. Yeah. You know, does it, you know, None of that impacts most people I know. Not a, right, right. It really However, doesn't. However, you know, we get all these other things going on. Well, that, yeah, the border. The you got border. COVID on the rise again. No. Uh, we again, the economy is probably numero uno. You know, right. it's affecting how much groceries cost, how much you pay for a gallon of gas. Are you able to work? Yeah, you know, I mean, part of the part of uh, the the president's platform was he wanted to un, you know for, undertake all of these big infrastructure plans. Which are having to wait now because the price of the raw materials has gone through the roof. Right, right. You know, and oftentimes you've got instances where, you know, bids have been put in for these projects and now they've increased 30 to 40 percent. Right. We're talking billions of dollars. Where's that money going to come from? It's just not there. Wow. So to that point, she's right. And so, you know, if you're, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hammer on about you know, hairy-legged female swimmers and pronouns and, and act like that's the biggest thing in the world, and people are going to tune you out and vote the yeah. other. They may not say they're going to vote for the other guys. Mm-hmm. They may not bring it up at the next dinner party right? if you can afford one, mm-hmm. but they're going to vote that way. Yeah, I think that's personally how uh, George Walker Bush got, the, got his second term in office, is that uh, a lot of people that, you know, weren't talking about, you know, the you know the Al Gore and all that mm-hmm. uh, said, you know, I'm going to vote for this guy because at least I feel safe. You know, I think when it gets personal, people vote who they think will help them the best, as far as the person and the economy first and foremost hits everyone on a very personal level. Right. Ask Jimmy Carter. As right, right, precisely. You can't be out there going off and all this other crap. And now we got you know we got these. Weirdos who are promising, you know, a night of rage if this Supreme Court thing comes out. 
uh, and Roe v. Wade goes back to the state. So people are looking at, you know, possibly months and months again of violence and weirdness in the streets. Mm-hmm. The economy sucks. They're not going to vote transgendered issues. <laughs> They're just not. So for once, Hillary Clinton is right. It's weird. These are strange times. <laughs> What's that? Well, I mean, you know, there's been speculation in the past, you know, Democrats are doing this because they're desperate. They're doing that because they're desperate. But I believe when they're desperate, you get the truth. Well, yeah. In desperation, you do get the truth. And his 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 numbers are in the crapper. He's got a 32% approval rating. <laughs> 32%. He's not even through his, his first term in office. These are numbers you get in that second term. Thirty. So, you know, that's a lot of Democrats who are not approving either. AOC won't say she's going to vote for him. Of course, she's an idiot. But beyond that, there's a lot of Democrats peeling off from this. Not getting the Latinx vote. The, he, he's losing. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Latinx people, look, listen, no joke, no joke. You know, I know blacks are, I like to think that they're really cultural, but these Latinxers, the culture, man, that they have. Latinxers. If you don't vote for me, you're not Latinx. If you don't vote for me, man, you're not Latinx. Because... <laughs> The the white the black white supremacists are going to put y'all back in chains, you Latinxes. In fact, that was a Latinx bike I was riding the other day in Rehoboth. <laughs> I only go with the best champ. I go with Latinx bikes. No joke. Here's uh, Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing? Hey, top of the morning to you, Sean. Hey. Um, well, on the humor, I got a humor side and a history side. Okay. Uh, the history side. Biden's got his head, well, we know where it is. But uh, anyway, Juneteenth, he declared it a holiday. Right. Uh, right? Emancipation Cup Proclamation was issued by Abraham Lincoln on January 1st, 1863. Hmm. 19th is when the ship arrived in Texas to announce its thing. So if it's going to be a holiday, it should only be in Texas hmm. because it doesn't affect the rest of the nation. Right. That's interesting. Okay. On your other thing was them putting all these categories on the different, quote, minorities, which are now becoming majorities. If they're going to refer to Mexican-Americans and all that as Latinx, uh, the black population comes from various parts of the world, uh, Central America, Africa, South right. America. So, so can we call them blinks? Blinks. Black X, black blanks, Afro black, X. <laughs> Later, Sean. All right, thank you. Oh God. <laughs> hey, there are black trannies, man. Okay, Afro X. Let's go with that. Latinx and Afro X. I think we ought to be Cracker X. You know what I mean? Cis X, Honky X. You know. I mean, honkinks. 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 I want you to call me a honkinks from now on. Wait, let me use my white guy voice. I want you to call me a honkinks from now on, because white guys can get pregnant, too. Gee willikers. Gee willikers. Holy smokes. Did you know that white men can menstruate? So it should be honky X. Isn't that neat? (laughs) Cracker X. (laughs) Who wants to listen to some Ed Sheeran? <laughs> oh, looky, looky, my John Tesh collection came in. <laughs> I like Bree. I'm honky, I'm proudly honky X. Or what do we say, Cracker X? Honky X? Cracker X power, Cracker X power, Cracker X power. Latinks. <laughs> Maybe Cockinks? Cockinks? Cockinks. I am proudly cockinks. I have no idea what my gender is, but I know what my skin color is. It's pearly white. So I am a cockinks. Oh, God. And I'm ashamed of it, too. Because <laughs> I'm also privileged. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, but tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Precisely. A bunch of crap. It really is, man. Latinks. It's the only time AOC has an accent, right? Latinx. 
Let me tell you about my friends, uh, the Latinx. <laughs> Forget about it. All you white privileged scumbags, go home and get your shine boxes because I'm Latinx. Come Do over I... here and fix my garbage disposal, huh? <laughs> Hey, what's this May switch do? Oh, gee. Meanwhile, AOC's people are like, do you know any Latinxes I could do her front yard for her? It's just a little short, you know, townhouse yard. It's not. There's not a lot involved. Maybe some trimming of the hedges, but we're looking for some Latinxes to come on out and do her yard. Do you know anybody where we don't have to pay taxes? Um I'm more freaking, you know, Hispanic than she is. Latinx. All right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's take a break. It's John on New Stock five fifty KTSA. This is Nora O'Donnell from CBS News. Congratulations to KTSA on one hundred years of service to my hometown of San Antonio and South Texas. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Ah. Oh, God. Damn the, you know, damn the Internet. I just I was scrolling around on Facebook, and I accidentally saw two rattlesnakes having sex. Oh, God. Oh, I can't unsee that. Oh. Just one of these random videos. Unexpected things. I looked it up, Chris, and it's two snakes doing it, man. Ugh. I just hope he asked, and I hope she said yes. I've been waiting five minutes to tell that joke. Well, they just kind of twist around for a while, you know. I'm just saying when rattlesnakes make love, they just kind of twist around. They look like a pretzel. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. Uh, to saw this one in the Kama Sutra. <laughs> oh. And then they finish up. It's like, okay, okay, baby, I got to go take a hiss. <laughs> I can't believe I'm even talking about this. Right. I just saw it on, on Facebook, and it's just Nikki. Eesh, I'm glad I'm not snake. I don't know. I was just I was bored during the commercials, and I'm just hitting things and looking for stuff to talk about. and rattlesnake courtship behavior and i just stumbled upon i hit play and there it is rattlesnake love man rattle 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 yo <laughs> sorry um did, did they you know they lie there and smoke a cigarette after i mean what's going on <laughs> i still respect you <laughs> rattle 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 roll rattle i'm like a rattlesnake rattle Rattle, rattle. Um, this is kind of a cool story out of uh, Bridgeport, Texas. Up north. Uh, I heard Don Morgan talking about this earlier today. We have a church that was dest uh, destroyed by a fire, the Balsora, Balsora Baptist Church. Uh, was was completely leveled, right? The entire church went down in this fire. The roof collapsed. I guess the glass windows basically exploded. And the whole church is leveled, except for a single cross that is still standing. It's slightly charred, but this cross, for whatever reason, survived. Uh, let's see, this is, I guess, the police or the fire chief. The fire took the structure, but not the cross. A symbol that the building was just that, a building. The church is the congregation, and where two or more gather, there he shall be also. And if you want to help, you know, with their rebuilding, it's Balsera Baptist Church, 108CR. You can look it up online, 36223. But I, th I thought that was kind of interesting. Because we live in, in an era, frankly, when fewer people are even involved with religion or faith or, or faith life or what have you. And things are really dark and upside down, you know. That's why I try to 
yuck it up a lot because things are just so crappy right now <laughs> on many different levels, you know. And and there's there's something really uh, you know symbolic I think about this that the one thing that remains standing is this cross. Well, kind of like when the cathedral in Paris burned. Oh yeah, a few years back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It is a sign. It is a sign from above that we're going to make it through all this weird crap. You just got to keep the faith. I mean, that's what I do is I just base, I pray. I pray a lot. I pray a lot more than I used to. And I've always been a faithful guy, a religious, religious-y guy, a guy curious about spirituality and all that. And not to play the hospital card, but I was in the hospital. I just really got back into the, the idea of just praying a lot. And I think we live in times where that's a good thing. I know there's this whole anti-thoughts and prayer thing out there and save your prayers, we need action, and blah, blah, blah. People, The people who are always screaming at, right, Chris, from the top of their lungs are usually people that don't do a damn thing for anybody. Save your thoughts and prayers, we need action. I'm going to go watch some TV. <laughs> But a lot of this, you know, apart from being, you know, uh, responsible citizens, if you will, and participating in our elective process and all that, uh, you know, uh, what else are you going to do about uh, the, the state of the world right now other than, you know, pray? So there's just something kind of interesting about that. I'm, I'm so sorry they lost their church, and I'm sure they're going to get in donations enough to rebuild it, and I'm sure they had some kind of insurance as well. Right. We have if you people who want to make a donation, we have the um the address oh. on our website. Go K- to the Texas news page of KTSA.com, find that story. Oh yeah. And we have the address included in uh, there. There it is, right. But there's just something out of devastation comes comes something, you know, hope filled. And uh, I just thought that made it a very interesting story. And you can see the photographs of uh, of the of the the devastation of the building and there's this one cross. Standing in the middle of all that rubble, it's—I can attest to it. It's strange what fire lets survive. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I remember when my mom's house burned down. First, when I first got to go in there, uh, it, everything inside was just destroyed. But on her her end table, this little table where she used to put all her figurines and stuff and put family photos on this one table, was covered in ash. Was this one photograph of my mom and my brother, completely untouched? Strange. Uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a little break. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Yeah, News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one oh seven one. I'm Sean. How are you? Everybody having fun? Everybody having a good time? Because I'm I'm about to depress you once again. <laughs> Uh, 10:40. The phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Well, by the end of the month, we'll have this decision from the Supreme Court out there. Um, and man, we, it's going to be a madhouse, a madhouse. Okay, over the weekend, you had these yahoos over at uh, Justice Coney Barrett's place with bl- wearing blood on their pants and their crotches, and they're carrying around little bloody baby dolls. These are people who, you know, abortion on demand with no, with no apology. The, the the street theater, you know, putting out the idea that, you know, these are unwanted babies you're forcing us to have, and it's the end of women, women's rights as we know it in America. And Trey brought this up on Where and Rima, Jane's Revenge, which is the screwiest of them all. I mean, they're the real going to tear up the town chicks. Uh, put out a, an invitation uh, or, or a, a pl- plans on something called the Anarchist Library website, inviting folks to engage in a night of rage, an autonomous call to action against patriarchal supremacy. And they published a manifesto, and Trey read some of this. I'm going to read some of it, too. This is an event that should inspire rage in millions of people who can get pregnant. <laughs> God. Chris, you know that, right? Because men can menstruate, right? 
This is an event that should inspire rage in millions of people who can get pregnant, and yet the response thus far has been tepid. Tepid, they say. We have agonized over this apparent absence of indignation. Why is it that we are so afraid to unleash hell upon those who are destroying us? Fear of state repression is valid, but this goes deeper than that. Whatever form your fury takes, the first step is feeling it. The next step is carrying that anger out into the world and expressing it physically. Consider this your call to action. On the, on the night the final ru- ruling is issued, as a specific date we cannot yet predict, but we know is arriving imminently, we are asking for courageous hearts to come out after dark. Hey, if you're so courageous, why do you got to come out after dark? Whoever you are and wherever you are, we are asking for you to do what you can to make your anger known. Calling for people to come out at 8 p.m. across the country and, uh, you know, do whatever you want. Express your damn anger. Uh, And it concludes with a warning to straight dudes. If there are any cis male allies... Who want to take part. Okay, but do not police us. Do not tell us what is and isn't appropriate. Oh, shut up and go make me a sandwich. Sit down, sweetie pie. Good God, man. Ugh. Cisgender. Cis male allies. (laughs) And they're telling him, hey, you're welcome, but don't you tell us what to do. We'll kill you, man. Do not police us. Do not tell us what is and what isn't appropriate. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, Chris, what a bunch of uppity chicks, man. Holy crap. And people who can get pregnant. What a bunch of uppity people who can get pregnant. Well, here's the thing. I I, I don't know. I because i i do i do believe that if this decision comes out and it's sending roe v wade back to the states that these weirdos are going to go nuts i mean they're already outside the residences they're 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 we had a guy with the guy with threatening kavanaugh last week because they feel completely freaking justified in destroying anything they feel like if they don't get their way and they don't even understand their way they don't even understand what they're fighting for. They think that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, that somehow it, it abolishes abortion in America, which is absolutely not true. They're idiots. Remember Mel from Alice's uh, from Alice. Remember the show Alice. Okay, uh, Mel was the guy that owned the diner where Alice worked, and he had this thing he would say all the time. These are just dingy chicks, man. There, I said it, dingy chicks. Dingy, mullet-wearing chicks who don't shave their armpits. Who probably smell like potting soil. And you know what? They're going to go crazy with this Roe v. Wade thing. You know why? Because it'll be fun to express their outrage. Uh, The only thing is, I I don't know how people are. uh, People might react a little differently this time. I'd be be careful where you do this. (laughs) Be careful where you do this, okay, because uh, the George Floyd, when George Floyd riots were going on and people were losing their businesses because they're being firebombed, okay, we weren't on the brink or actually involved in a recession. Uh, So, you know, people might be a little bit more willing and set up to defend their businesses this time out. And maybe people are just sick of this crap. Maybe people are just sick of the left. Whenever they don't get what they want, they have to have a night of rage, and they go out and they start destroying crap, and nobody does anything about it. I just, you know, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Final few moments of the show. Whatever's on your brain. 210-599-5555. Here's Charles. Charles. 
How's it going, Mr. Sean? I wanted to make a parody with these activists. Uh, you know, usually when you see these people and they're traveling to Washington or wherever to protest, I'm going to say that they're that's considered, to me, white privilege. And the reason I say that is because these people have money for whatever reason to go out and protest and to fly halfway <laughs> across the country. And where are they getting their money from? They're rich parents or, you know, they're well George off. George Soros. <laughs> and, and, and you never see African-American kids protesting you know, or minorities. You always see these white privilege. I'll, I'll, I'll call it white privilege. That's right. just my comment. I wanted to see what you think about that. Well, I think you're right. I mean, you know, you, you look at a lot of the video footage of the George Floyd riots, and there's a lot of honkies there. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, and a lot yeah, of people just... who were not from town that came in or were bussed in. So, you know, they're either rich kids or they're being funded, actually, by someone. And, uh, yeah. you know. But, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh well, also, I saw our, our, our boyfriend in the parade. You should have seen him. His hairdo. He was. He, he looked, oh, who? Uh, Jaden? Yeah. He looked good, Ron. He looked good, Ron. <laughs> oh, God, he was there. Oh, God. All right, man. Thanks, thanks for the call. Later, Bye. God, I was so going to go to the Riverwalk Parade. I, I had plans, and I just, you know, I slept in late, watched a little TV, you know, and I just lost track of time. And I just, Chris, I, guys, I just couldn't make it out there. I really, really wanted to be there for the Pride River Parade thingy. So what, what did he do, do with his hair, like turn it into a mermaid or something? I, I don't know. Twisted up into a mermaid, so you know I'm just saying because he's on the water, you know. Ron, you like my mermaid? I'm sorry. Two one zero five nine nine. I can't wear that imitation out. You know what I mean? Because if I do it too much, I'll get typecast. <laughs> and we don't want that to happen. I I am trannied out, man. Because now we now we got the we got the. We got the uh, whoever the organization that governs all these swimming competitions, college squ- swimming competitions, right? They got new rules that came out today, and they're saying unless you were actively in transition before the age of twelve, right, then you you can't compete against biological women. But they also made a statement that because they've got it, they're they're putting together, I guess, another open league where a- anybody can compete. You know, and uh, and they made the claim that men transitioning as women post absolutely no threat, right, to women's sports. And that's a bunch of crap. And all these people, this came out on Wear and Rhyme, too, all these people who uh, can't shut up about how Roe v. Wade is about women and destroying women and erasing women, and yet who's really about the business of erasing women? They are the left. People who can get pregnant. It's okay for dudes to compete against women in uh, in certain sport in women's sports. And, and then you got the the, the whole idea that uh, you know, but they could only compete if they've been transitioning since you know it, the early since before they were the age of twelve. Why should any kid be transitioning under the age of twelve? What's wrong with you people, man? Oh my God, Hillary Clinton for once is right. Hillary wants to win elections, too, man. She ain't going to win no more. <laughs> but, you know, at least she's smart enough to know, hey, this trans stuff is a losing de- It's a losing card to play. It really is. People hate your stinking guts already. Biden's approval rating is at 32%. People are paying over $5 a gallon. And you're still going with the whole people who can get pregnant bit? Come on, man. Well, yeah, well, actually, by all means, right, Chris? By all means, go with that. By all means, tranny up all the campaigns going into November. That, that'll that work for you. People care. People care about other people's pronouns. So by all means, ignore Hillary Clinton's advice and freaking go with the transgendered uh, uh, idea, the concerns of the transgendered community. That'll win you all kinds of elections this year. <laughs> You know what I mean? Good God, man. Holy crap. Oh, and did I, I can't remember if I mentioned on this show, 
Because I know it came out on Where and Rima, but everything's already a blur to me. Um, you know, I, we spend a lot of time watching the Hallmark Channel. This is true. We watch a lot of Hallmark in my house because my wife's back is messed up, so she spends most of her time in the recliner in the living room, like I kind of did when I got back from the hospital, right? So she watches the Hallmark Channel. And I've watched so much of the Hallmark Channel, apparently, that now I have actors and actresses from the Hallmark Channel showing up in my freaking dreams. Lacey Chabert was in my dream on Saturday night. I think you all know who she is if you watch if you watch with your spouse. Uh, hours and hours of Hallmark Channel every day. She's like one of the top actresses on that channel. Lacey Chabert. She showed up in my stinking dreams, man. No, I was nothing like that. No, she just she wanted to sleep on my kitchen table, okay? And she had a bunch of animals she wanted to have stay at the house. I don't know why she want, wanted to sleep on my kitchen table, but she did. I mean, I didn't let her. I mean, in the dream, I'm like, no, man, it's not cool. And then she had a bunch of goats and ponies and raccoons that she wanted to stay at the house. And I'm like, no, man, I got five cats. The, the, the weird thing being, these people are showing up in my freaking dreams. They're showing, Chris, they're showing up in my stinking dreams. Now, of all the Hallmark actors and actresses that could show up in my dreams, I'm not that upset that it was Lacey Chabert, okay? It's not that, you know, if somebody's going to pop into your unconscious, mm-hmm. it might as well be her. Because she's a fetching little booger, she is. She's a fetching little booger. You know, I'd rather her than Ed Asner. You know, Ed Asner's done a few of those movies before he died. I guess. Is he still alive? I don't even know. He died, that's right. But he made a few Hallmark movies before his death. I guess I'd rather have Lacey Chabert showing up in my subconscious than Ed Asner. Well, that's the show. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.